You've been married for a decade, and there's now a rut where things aren't changing for the better. You've picked up a few bad habits over the years that are now becoming unwieldy, according to most standards. You've become more controlling, but your partner has let this one slide because he figures this is simply a part of the aging process. You've blown the family nest egg several times during the marriage, but your partner says at least his inheritance is bringing in some money now. Then there's the habit of your wandering eyes when a handsome young man passes by. However, your partner says that's just your nature. Besides, according to your partner, most married people he knows talks about these things openly in front of their spouse and at least you're not so vocal about it in front of him. You guess he has now given you an idea that you'll need to work on for this bad habit. In the end, you figure he needs to be the one leaving so you can keep the house. It's paid for, and you'll know you'll never have anything as nice as this one. Plus, you figure you'll convince him to pay some alimony just to get you out of his hair. Besides, you just can't make the call to leave and think that's it's best for him to make the decision to leave. And you're really making his life miserable of late in order to encourage him to make that exit. So, you suggest to him that he leave because he will be happier without you, but he refuses to do so. You can't figure out why anyone so miserable would stay in such a relationship. It's important to realize that some folks stuck in a poor relationship don't realize they are stuck, or if they do, think that it's not bad enough to face what's on the other side of the relationship. Maybe starting over financially later in life weighs heavily on their minds. That common theme of splitting everything 50-50 in a divorce doesn't always work out that way. One party may receive more of the assets immediately following the divorce, while the other must wait for retirement before receiving a portion of the other's retirement. Thus, your partner may see you as living it up now, while he perceives he is living in poverty, and he may not even be lucky to be alive when it's his turn to enjoy the split of the marital assets. Then there are religious reasons for staying. Despite one party not living true to the marital contract, the other believes they must keep their marital promise because it was a promise that was personally made to God. Next. There are family values, how we were brought up, that may enter into play. The partner may have come from a family whose members are not quitters. The family's history is to thrive on overcoming tough times. If the partner divorces, they'll be the first person in their family history that have done so, and they can't bear the ridicule that will be received from family members. And they know they'll be branded as the one who tarnished the family name and subsequently treated as an outcast. Lastly, the grass always looks greener on the other side, but the partner knows through life's lessons that rocks exist everywhere, and the rocks he is living with now may not even slightly compare to the boulders faced that he sees following divorce. 
In the end, you realize that whatever his reasoning, the partner is not leaving. So now it's your turn to decide whether to leave or not. And considering you've been having a pretty good time getting things your way, it's going to be a tough call on your part. Too bad you failed in training this guy to do what he's told to do by you. Now using my stoic storytelling method, I want a divorce but my partner won't leave. Should I leave? The fool, with all his other faults, has this also. He is always getting ready to live. Seneca You want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it. So you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet you don't want to have what you want because you don't ask God for it. Book of James I will be giving up the treasures I have now accumulated. I realize that divorce does not split material things evenly, and peace of mind may be lost and quite difficult to regain. The character trait I improved was rationalization by now seeing a situation as viewed differently by each party. Thank you for sharing your mind with me. For your continued success, hear my secret. When someone attempts to make you decide, ignore their request as your patience is tried. Now relax, control your mind, and be as you wish to seem, empowered. Remember, it's the situation keeping my connection with him. I'm Lori Stith. The Stoics, your Christian life coach, and I believe in you. If you like what you mentally now see, join my website to learn and think like me at StoicMatchmaker.com.